0: For 90 years, a double crime scene in Nashville, Indiana has gone unsolved and most likely it never will be. However, that doesn't stop locals from wondering what really happened to the Brown family all those years ago. Just a short drive from Lake Lemon along a rural road in northern Brown County, you'll find Lanham Ridge Cemetery. Perched amongst the 400 graves is a large marker bearing the last name Brown along with three first names. Marion, Lorena, and Paul. Given that the tombstone reads that all three family members died on the same day, one would assume that they've met with an unfortunate fate. The problem is, not only are there only two bodies buried beneath the brown marker, but no one is sure who the bodies belong to. You can do your part to help spread awareness for this case by clicking the share button beneath this video. You can even leave a simple comment below so that YouTube can give the case a bit more exposure on their end as well. And while you're down there, feel free to hit that like button and subscribe so you won't miss any of the other cases I'll be covering in the coming weeks. The Brown family was well-known and respected in the Brown County area. 68-year-old Marion Brown had moved to Brown County at the age of three. Growing up, he lived on a farm with his family and regularly helped with farm work. He did great in school and would later become a teacher. After marrying his wife, Lorena Brown, in 1889, Marion became a full-time farmer. Together, they started a very prosperous apple orchard, all while raising seven children. On December 15, 1930, Marion called for his neighbor Chester to help him chop some firewood. Chester, a close family friend of the Brown family, happily obliged. Later that afternoon, Marion insisted that Chester join him and his wife Lorena for lunch. Chester happily agreed and the pair made their way to the Browns farmhouse. While standing in the kitchen washing up for lunch, Marion and Lorena's son, Paul Brown, entered the room and drew a firearm from his pocket. Paul suddenly began firing at the two men, striking them both in the chest and hitting Chester in the wrist marion fell to the kitchen floor while chester made a run for it seeking shelter in the browns basement after hearing the shots lorena who had been in the living room dashed into the kitchen grabbed the phone and called frank cruz another neighbor of the browns for help chester heard another two shots followed by a loud thud on the floor above chester decided that he would take his chances and made a run for the front door of the home he dashed out of the basement and through the home's front door but Paul had already reloaded his weapon and was hot on his trail. He fired several more rounds in Chester's direction, but eventually gave up and stopped chasing him. Chester, who managed to survive the attack, ran towards the home of Frank Cruz. Frank, who had just received a bizarre call from Lorena, was already on his way to the Browns' home when he ran into Chester. Chester told Frank what had happened, and together the pair called the police the sheriff accompanied by a team of 40 men went to the brown's home to find it fully engulfed in flames a single pair of footprints matching paul's shoe size were found in the snow leading to the nearby woods however they abruptly stopped at the edge of the tree line and trailed back towards the farmhouse the team searched the woods nearby lakes ponds and wells but found no sign of paul after the fire was extinguished the charred remains of the house were inspected the bodies of two people were discovered in the home's basement two local doctors including the brown's family physician were called to the scene to help identify the badly burned bodies they were unable to make a visual id due to the severity of the burns however they concluded that it was most likely marion and lorena The pair were buried together in a single casket in Lanham Ridge Cemetery. Several days after the crime, a local farmer discovered a freshly dug grave on his property. Police searched the shallow hole, but they found nothing. Police theorized that robbery may have been the motive for the attack. The Browns' property was worth around $20,000, or about $350,000 when adjusted for inflation. And it was no secret to their children that their parents kept a small mason jar buried in the yard, filled with gold and liberty bonds. However, after discovering the jar undisturbed, the robbery theory became an unlikely clue. Two months after their death, the Browns' bodies were exhumed and taken for autopsy at Riley Hospital in Indianapolis, Indiana. An Indiana University professor of pathology performed the autopsy once complete he made an astonishing claim both of the bodies were males one was middle-aged and the other was much younger the original doctors who examined the bodies disagreed with the pathologist's new findings However, both the pathologist and several other professors were adamant that there was no possibility that either body had belonged to Lorena. It was never officially determined who was buried beneath the Brown family marker, and Paul has never been found still to this day.